Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Loose. Welcome to Loose Tales of Food Link Connecting the Farm to the Fork. You see, I happen to believe that 331 million Americans are all directly involved in agriculture. I can qualify that. Those Americans that eat food, wear clothing, utilize pharmaceuticals, and or fuel are involved in agriculture. The rest of you are launch, launch for the vermin of the world. What a complex situation we are here. If you're hearing this today, you're living in the most complex time in human history. I truly believe that. I also believe that it um, it spoke very clearly in the Bible about this time. And I, I have to also believe and say that when people were living through the Spanish flu of 1918, which, by the way, over the weekend, I, in the past week, seven days, I see that a survivor of the 1918 Spanish flu has died at the age of 105 to COVID. A bit of irony in all of that, I think. And um, I'm, I'm thinking that at the time the Spanish flu is here, people are talking about, uh, this is it, this is it, Jesus is coming back. I have to believe that when people were living through the Nazi Germany regime, people are living through Mao, uh, genocide of 100 million people, there has to be somebody in the world saying, this is it, Jesus is coming back. This is what we've been waiting for. Um, but it truly seems like that it lines up pretty well today with what is taking place and what we've been told in the Bible would happen. You know, with all of that said, I have driven this weekend out on another trip. You know, I'm very fortunate. I just don't want to take that for granted. I've been in 40 states since uh, January 1 of the in fact if you really want to break it down I've been in 40 states since May 1st of this year continue to travel freely we should not take travel for granted we have the ability to jump in a vehicle go wherever it is that we want in the United States today really without a problem don't take that for granted because it could be taken away from you at any point in time and and I see this story yesterday from Australia with all of the struggles that my friends in Australia are dealing with right now with the heavy hand of a tyrannical government. There was a ram sale this week in which four rams, I'm not talking about the Dodge pickup, I'm talking about ram, sheep, ram, male, make baby ram, sheep, set a record for $165,000. There were many within this given sale that uh, would have set a record, but the one that brought the most was $165,000. It seems like most of the Australian sheepmen were at this sale trying to buy rams. What was significant about this sale? I'm, I'm curious if you're in tune with Australia, if you're in tune with agriculture, I'm pretty confident that if I mention Australian sheep, and I'm very fortunate again there because I've been to two of their National Lamb X events, which have a thousand sheepmen at them each time. Well, Australia was built, a little Freudian slip out there, don't tell anybody. Australian was built. Yeah, I can make the case. It's like the third time I've headed down this path that got distracted. I don't have COVID fog, trust me. But uh, I can make the case that the United States was built on the backs of the beef cattle. 
Now, until uh, the Civil War, the United States was all about pork barrel. Pigs truly were the backbone of this country, and that's where the entire term pork barrel, pork barrel volatile, politics comes from. Got <laughs> some kind of fog. I don't know what it is. But, uh, and I happen to be in Ohio and Cincinnati in this period of time, pre Civil War, is recognized as Porkopolis because it is the hog butcher shop of the world until Chicago took over. But what led Chicago to taking over? The cattle drive era. And it was the cattle drive era from 1865 until 1881 that truly put the backs of America's future on cattle. So with all of that history and components of agriculture and the building of a nation in the United States, what was the lifeblood of Australia during the developmental years? It was the, you know, they don't call them ranches, um, but what was the ranching activity? They call them stations, by the way. Sheep. And when it was sheep, it wasn't necessarily mutton. It was wool. Wool built, you know, I could say the backs of sheep literally built Australia, the country. And these rams that sold this week are hair sheep. And there is a ton of sheepmen flocking to buy these hair sheep not because wool doesn't have a value. Wool has a, a, a tremendous value. And, and I know many people listening are saying, well, I can't even afford to shear my sheep because the wool isn't worth what it costs to shear them. Yeah, that's true. But Australia's merino wool sheep are the best in the world at producing a fiber that people need. And people can't find shearers. This, the, the sheepmen of Australia cannot find somebody to shear their sheep. And the labor problem extends beyond just the local cafe. It's a global phenomenon. People are not willing to work. What does it take to get work ethic back and not take any of those things that we have available to us for granted? That's my question of the day. That's really what we need to know as we continue to move forward. How do we get beyond all of that and get back to working and taking care of things? And if you were just out working, and think of the optimism of a sheepman in Australia flocking to these ram sales to pay $165,000 for a sheep. I, you know, there are people, my friend in, in Nevada, Hank Bogler, is artificially inseminating his sheep. And so I'm assuming that they will implement some artificial insemination and utilize these genetics to over a larger percentage of their flock. But if you paid attention to the news, you wouldn't invest in the future of anything, would you? And yet the people that are working, the people that are out taking care of God's creation to make the world better, continue to invest and try to find a way. You know, I'm here in Holmes County, um, Ohio, where it's a tremendous Amish area of Ohio. And uh, we're here with a couple hundred dog breeders from around the nation, not just in Ohio. <sighs> And it's just, if you just didn't pay attention to the news, you would think, you know, we need to go about business. Everything is fine. But you can't just stick your head in the sand. I'd like to be home 
driving a team of horses or riding or just working on the ranch, but can't do that. Have to remain vigilant and involved in educating people about what's really taking place in case you're watching the news so you know what the truth is. Just wanted to start the day that way here from beautiful Holmes County, Ohio. TI Trust Financial Services, Quincy Mack Truck Sales and Service. Cannot say thank you enough to you two. Appreciate you coming along for the long haul. TI Trust Financial Services. Make sure you tell Brian and the entire crew I say thank you, as well as all of the folks at Quincy Mack Truck Sales and Service. Dr. Ted Fogarty is along later in the broadcast. But before we get to that, we've got some more stuff. We'll be back with more. Loose Tales Food Link, connecting the farm to the fork after this.